Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hopefully you had a great week with friends, neighbors, relatives, and acquaintances. Well, folks, I'm going to be discussing something nobody is discussing back. Now, if you've been following me for the past three years on uh, 5050, Real Estate for the Common Man, you will realize no JD has discussed things that nobody ever is talking about. Now, yeah, you can go on the internet and you can listen to other podcasts and you can go to YouTube and it's always, oh, the housing market's going down. Oh, the housing market's going to crash. The economy's going to crash. And they say the same thing over and over again. I was talking about that three years ago and I'm not going to bring up the same subject on every single podcast. As a matter of fact, huge reaction to my pex pipe last uh podcast about how i think pex pipe might and i say might i'm not saying it will but might be making a lot of homeowners sick in the future uh because of what the plastic pex pipe and all majority of uh homes probably built in the past 30 years uh the chemicals that are leaching in and just you know listen to uh my last podcast will explain it all, but nobody was mentioning that. And uh, so I'm, I'm walking along and I'm, I'm just kind of thinking and I'm like, oh, great. You know, all the past, gee, last year was property taxes. They've gone up. They've gone up, uh, you know, 50%. Insurance has gone up 50%. We're getting hosed. And I started thinking about this. I'm like, you know, it's one of those things when the property values go down the tubes, everybody complains. My home isn't worth anything anymore. My mortgage is more than my house is worth. And then when the houses go way up, it's, oh, no. Oh, my house isn't worth that much. I got to pay all these property taxes. No, I'm going to fight the property taxes. I want my home to be worth less. You know, it's where they say damned if you do, damned if you don't. And and I always have heard that over and over and over again. But let's look at this. The, the biggest thing is the biggest scam that I think every state in the United States has now that's the biggest scam ever is a lot of the assessments that were done on, on overinflated under um under what can i say uh under market mortgage um interest rates to almost nothing and people jacked the prices of homes way way overpriced and the homes are going you know down in value and now people more on their homes since they bought them in the past three or four years but you know hey that's been told a million times so what i started thinking is wow you know when you have a loan the mortgage companies collect 
principal interest taxes and insurance. They've been doing it for years to protect their interest, to make sure that the taxes paid can become a lien on the property and that your insurance is paid. So if your house burns down, you know, they'll, they'll cover it because they have a, a, a huge loan on it. And I started thinking, you know, where in the world does all that money go? And I started going, wow, you know, when people are paying principal interest taxes and insurance and they're escrowing that money every month, the money isn't a big, huge escrow account somewhere, someplace. And I started thinking, there's a ton of money sitting in an account. And so I thought, I wonder really how much money these banks really have in their escrow account. So I you know, I just did a general, a lot of research, but this is general, general. So I looked and I said, well, let's look at United States. How many loans um, are really out there? What what does the homeowners in United States actually home, uh, owe when you combine all their mortgages together? And it came up to twelve point four trillion dollars in loans, not billions, trillions. 12.4 trillion dollars in loans and I said well, good grief that is massive then I started saying well how many big huge mortgage companies out there I mean there's a lot of little mortgage companies in little cities and so on but they they give you loans but they usually sell them off and they end up into big huge uh, mortgages uh, mortgage company's hands a lot of times if you've had a loan you it probably said hey your loan's been sold to abc mortgage company so i looked and there was 4460 big mortgage companies so i said okay let's let's look at 4460 mortgage companies and let's just divide the 12.4 trillion dollars into 4,460 mortgage companies. And then you said, my math, you know, if you want to go through my math, might not be exact, but you're going to get, it's pretty close. So it came out to each mortgage company had $2.8 billion in loans. So $2.8 billion in loans. Uh, and, and that's just kind of elementary. I mean, some have more, some have less, but we're just kind of going uh, through this so you get my point of what it's what I'm going after here. So if you get the $2.8 billion in loans and you say, okay, let's say the average mortgage, I mean, you, know, you got lower mortgages of like maybe 180 200 and then you got million dollar mortgages but let's average it out to four hundred thousand dollar loans and you say let's let's go four hundred thousand dollars and let's divide that in 2.8 billion dollars that each mortgage company let's say holds and that gives you that they're holding about seven thousand seven thousand loans okay and, and, and this is just in general this like i said this is just 
give it some thought, give you something to think about that nobody else has talked about. And, you know, that is what I'm uh, talking about here. So let's say 7,000 loans that a uh, one of these big mortgage companies are holding. And let's just say the average property taxes on, if you average them out, I mean, some can be lower, some can be way higher, but you average them out and you say, let's say they pay $4,000 a year in property taxes. Some might pay way more, some might pay less. And you say, well, if they're paying $4,000 a year in property taxes and they're holding 7,000 loans, that's $28 million in property taxes that they're holding, okay? And you say, okay, they get that $28 million and they put it in an escrow account, right? I'm like, wait a minute. Where's that money? That money's probably not just sitting there. It's probably getting interest. They're not just putting it in a non-interest-bearing account. They're probably having it in some sort of account that they're getting interest. So I looked and I said, can a mortgage company, does a mortgage company have to pay interest on their uh, insurance and tax escrow? And there's no law that says that they have to pay interest on their insurance and tax escrow. So I said, okay, so they have $28 million dollars. They invest that in a in an account, and let's say that $28 million gets 5% interest. That means on all the property taxes that they collect, they put it in an escrow account, and like I said, there's no law. Look it up. There's no law that says they have to pay interest on it, and they can keep that interest. So they put it in an escrow account of $28 million, for just one mortgage company and they get like 5%, let's say 5%. They make $1.4 million in profit and they don't have to give it to the taxpayer. $1.4 million in profit. Man, are we getting hosed. The bank gets the interest from you, gets, uh, and that, this is an including the insurance they collect, which they probably put that in an, an interest-bearing account, and they make money off of all these people that they're holding escrow uh, for taxes. They pay the taxes and insurance because legally they have to pay for tax insurance because they collected that money. But there's no law that says if they collect interest on it, they have to give it to anybody. They can keep it. $1.4 million in profits. So, you know what? We are getting hosed as homeowners who are holding mortgage company mortgages because we have to pay uh, interest, you know, property taxes and insurance. And we pay it. They pay our insurance and property taxes. Uh, and we don't even think about it. And all that money they get, if they want to invest it into an interest-bearing account, they can keep it all. And I figured $1.4 million. That doesn't include 
the insurance escrow. Oh, oh, it even gets worse, folks. It even gets worse. Like I said, we've been played like a fiddle. They, the big corporations and the governments just host the American taxpayer and homeowner and so on and so forth. Here's another one. Oh, man. Get yourself a cup of coffee or I hope you have a cup of coffee because you're going to, you, at the end of this, you're going to see how you've got hosed and taken advantage of and you don't even know it. Here's another one, okay? So you, you don't get any interest on that $4,000 that you've given to the um, mortgage company. They put that in an interest bearing account. They don't have to give you anything. But, you know, it's just not your $4,000. You know, it, it might be 7,000 loans they're holding and they're collecting $4,000 from everybody and they got $28 million. They put that in a bank, 5% interest rate, $1.4 million in profit on top of their insurance uh, interest that they get. Oh, man, great. So here's another one. Oh, man, it even gets worse. Years and years and years People like you buy a house, you get a good tax break, but you can write off the interest and the property taxes. You know, boy, if you buy a home, uh, you're getting a lot of money back. It's be great tax breaks. Matter of fact, years ago they said if you buy a home, it's equal to like having two more children when it comes to taxes and so on and so forth. Well. Guess what they did? I I made a podcast, I think, last year about this, but I'm bringing it up again because taxes are due. Is they took the homeowner's interest and property detection away from us. Yes, you're shocked, aren't you? Oh, my God. No, they didn't. I can write off my interest and property taxes well, yeah, if you have a million-dollar home and you're paying a million dollars worth of interest, oh, absolutely. But the standard everyday person who probably has a $400,000 loan and is paying interest and refinanced and has a 3% interest or a 4 or 5% interest, they are host. You're not writing off your interest and you're not writing off the property taxes. As a matter of fact, people who are renting get the same deduction that you do as a homeowner. Now, you're probably sitting there going, oh, wait a minute. JD is just full of it. Well, he's blowing smoke. And I'm like, no, check this out, folks. They took the homeowner's interest in tax deduction, property tax deduction away from us, depending on, you know, if you have a million-dollar loan or a million-dollar home, that's another thing. But your average American, they took it away. Let me explain. Are you ready? Okay. Get ready. Okay, here it goes, right? Let's run up standard deduction. I want you to go, I want you to write up standard deduction this year. And for a single person, the standard deduction went up to $14,600. Okay, standard deduction. 
you married and went up to 29,200. So, here's the thing. If you, your taxes and your insurance don't equal or don't add up to more than, let's say if you're a married person, up to, let's round it up to $30,000, more than $30,000, you probably will just say, well, we'll take the standard deduction of $30,000. So if you're paying interest in property taxes, and they don't add up to $30,000, you take the standard deduction. So you don't have the write-off on property taxes and insurance. They stole it away from us. They totally took it away from us, and they upped the standard deduction. So people who are renting who don't own homes get the same standard deduction than a regular homeowner does, and they never told us this. They sneakily manipulated the tax laws and they said oh great we're going to up the standard deduction but if you don't have the interest and the property taxes that add up way more than the $30,000 standard deduction you don't take them it's worthless so they basically hosed a lot of the homeowners by taking away their property taxes and interest deduction so great folks they took that away they're making millions of dollars in profits on escrow accounts probably it can't guarantee you but i bet you they are and they're just hosing the american homeowner and nobody nobody's talking about this so folks like i said do your research see what i'm saying you know like i'm saying i'm not not exactly saying that mortgage companies are doing this but i can't see why they wouldn't if they don't have to pay interest on their escrow money and they can put all that money in a bank and get interest and not have legally have to pay their uh uh the uh mortgagers back if they collect interest and they can keep that why wouldn't they and look at the standard deduction and figure out if you own a home what your interest in property taxes are and if you don't have that much interest in property taxes and the standard deduction is more you're going to take the standard deduction to get better tax uh, break so what happens to your interest and your property taxes on your home it's non-existent they took it away from us and like I said they're playing us like a fiddle so hopefully you learned a lot of talk about it with your friends neighbors relatives and acquaintances talk to your accountant about it your tax your CPA and if uh, see what they say and most likely to probably verify what I'm saying but thank you very much for listening I hope you learned something and have a great day. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. 
If you can't remember all that, just Google it, or have your friends Google real estate for the common man, and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.